0: Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Toleric Community Church. Well, I'm hoping that you're not thinking, oh man, we haven't even had the message yet, the sermon yet, because we've been having it all morning. Seriously. Today's message is called Remember. Remember. And it's also heavily leaning on legacy. So remember. And legacy. Who are we remembering and who is going to remember us as we go from here? And the whole morning this morning has been all about that already. As a matter of fact, we're going to touch back. We've already had our scriptures for the most part. I'll point out those for you so that you can connect what we're doing this morning. But today it's Memorial Day. It's a day that we remember. It's good that we remember. Understand that the Freedoms that we have, the, the things that we experience cost somebody something. Some families, the ultimate cost. This was started all the way back in the Civil War days. They called it Decoration Day, moved to uh, Memorial Day later. But where we remember, first of all, up to noon, we remember those who gave their lives. Afternoon in the evening, we remember those who are currently giving their lives, okay, and uh, lift them up. So if you were involved in the military at any time, where, you know, or you had kids there, or family members, would you stand for us a moment? We just want to remember, so we go ahead and stand, if you were part of the military. A few of you, okay? Thank you. Okay? Thank you. So again, today, today we remember. We remember all of that. Now, we're in a, we're in a um, series called The Dash, okay, and Um, this is our life, and we have to remember in the legacy of our life that even after our life is finished, our legacy continues. As a matter of fact, a lot of what we experience today, the good sorts of things and even the hard sorts of things is because people who have gone before us. And so we're experiencing the dash and understanding that this is just a small part of our life, but that it, you know, continues, that the hope that we have, the commitment that these have made, you know, means that, you know, they are forever with the Lord, and so today we're remembering that. Let me tell you a couple other things that we are remembering today that lead to legacy. So as I mentioned, Peter and Elisa DeYoung had a baby girl, Eliana Gwendolyn, uh, born, uh, let's see, May 21, 10 pounds, 21 ounces, and so that's the rose. So let's give them a hand, and uh, again, Doug, Doug and Wendy and Annie, that all, you know, all of that becomes part of this little one's Legacy. Her middle name is Gwendolyn. That's after some of you remember her grandmother Wendy's mom, you know, a dear soul, a kind spirit. It'll be interesting to see if her legacy, how that weaves its way uh, through Eliana's life as well. Today also we are celebrating a couple birthdays, and I would like you to celebrate with us today. Sina Seertzma and Glenn Marr are going to be, turn 90. Uh, today, Sina and Glenn... Uh, June 1. Are you here? Okay. Yep. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So again, a life well lived, again, blessed by the Lord, have family members who are going to celebrate them, but also um, live into the legacy that they are living uh, for each one. And so uh, very excited uh, for them today. We're going to look at this passage of Scripture just briefly again, this Shema that uh, Jacob was referencing. We have it here. This was something that God gave to his people, and he wanted them to remember. They said this prayer every day, a couple times a day. So, for example, when they were exiled in other nations, they would still pray um, this prayer. And so, um, for example, Daniel, remember, he he would... bowed down and that's what got him all kind of trouble these were the prayers that he would pray so let's let's read this together and see how remembering and legacy weave through this passage hero israel the lord our god the lord is one love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength these commandments that i give you today are to be on your hearts impress them on your children Talk about them when you sit at home and you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. So again, re- remember, remember, remember. Here are ways to remember. Put it on the doorpost of your house. Tie it around your your wrist. Put it on your forehead. Remember it's not that it's going to be an outside thing. It wants, he, he wants it in our hearts, but we have, to, we have to remember. And so today, that's what we are going to talk about. Even the fact that you are here this morning, that once a week that God designed it. Remember the the ten commandments the fourth commandment was remember the sabbath remember remember the sabbath to keep it holy he said shouldn't work on that day even though some of us have to chris has to work i currently am working as we speak right it's 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 part of what but he says you know you need to have a sabbath rest he wasn't after another rule that you can't You mean to do all these things on Sunday. No, he was after something. The fact that each one of us, by design, needs Sabbath rest. This is a great day. Again, where we remember, we rehearse this over and over about what God has done for us and the fact that we belong to him and that changes every week of our life, every day of our life. And we start our week then remembering and then it gives us a trajectory for the rest of the week. So that's remembering, remembering and legacy. The professions of faith that these students made today changes the trajectory of their life. They will remember this day for the rest of their lives. And then we have these standing stones to help them. Again, another symbol that God gave us to remember. How do you remember things? What helps you remember the the things that are really important, those things that you most value? Each of us. Each of us are kind of wired where we just sometimes forget. We kind of get off track, and we need to remember. I want to to share the word in Hebrew that is used for remember. The word is zakar, zakar. Kids, say this with me because this is a cool, cool word, zakar, zakar. Okay, adults, you can say it too, zakar. Isn't that a cool, I mean, it is just a cool word, and it, it means so much more, uh, again, in Hebrew than just remembering something, just, okay, I remember that. No, it, it means so much, it's like the word faith. Faith is never just something that we hold on to just in our head. Faith has to be lived out. The Hebrews knew this well. God taught this. this, You just can't have it. You know, this drives us crazy. People said, well, I go to church and I do this. This is kind of all up here in my head. But during the week I live however I want. No, faith isn't religion. It's like living out what we believe. Okay, and zakar is similar to that in that it's remembering, but it's not just remembering like, okay, I remember that fact. It's a remembering and now it's going to put me into a mode of purposeful kind of response. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take something from me that says, okay, I, I remember and now I'm going to act this way. I'm going to do this, or I'm not gonna do this because of something that I'm remembering. It says over and over in the Old Testament that God remembers. It says he remembered his covenant that he made. Now, was it like God just, oh shoot, I I forgot what I had said? No, God doesn't forget anything, but it always Led to okay, God remembered, and then He actively intervened, and most often to save. Let me let me give this as an example from Exodus two. This is after the Israelites have been suffering in Egypt for a long time before the Standing Stone story. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites groaned in their slavery and cried out. And their cry for help, because of their slavery, it went up to God. And God heard their groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And in his remembering, then, he had active intervention, and he saved them. So that's, that's Zakar. And then going into this whole idea of legacy. Now, legacy is something that's left for us, for us to enjoy. It can be, if you look in the dictionary, it's all about money and property. And that's kind of the legacy kind of that most people think. But it's so much more than that. It's the values that you have, the the character traits, your love for the Lord. The ways that you live out your faith is going to be leaving a wake for those coming behind you. To follow and they will remember now many of us are still you know kind of kind of reeling again from um, richard oliver 's death okay a leader here in this church an elder okay a, a man after god 's heart not perfect, none of these guys were perfect, but again he remembered again and has left a legacy for his family and his grandkids and that was a big part of the the um, the celebration of life service, remembering, again, remembering the legacy that he left, not just to remember it in our head, but then to follow it, to live it to live it out. Now, I want to give you a couple metaphors that will maybe help, because in the Eastern way of thinking, this place that Jesus lost, this idea of zakar, remembering, was sort of like a rowboat. Think of a rowboat. So the rowboat, the person sits, and you don't kind of really see where you're going so much, but you are fixing your eyes on something behind us and then you are rowing and then you are leaving a wake behind for others to follow. Okay, every once in a while you poke, you know, look over. Okay, kind of we're headed that way, but here's, okay, and then we're rowing and that's the legacy. Now, if that seems very strange to you, rowing a rowboat, are you kidding me? It's because you and I are in the Western culture and the Western culture has this whole other idea, this whole other value and that is you power up as much as you can, and then you just go fast. And let's just leave something big behind us. Okay, I thought you might uh, watch this video with me a moment and kind of get a visual of what that kind of looks like in the West. Scotty Lambert stands on the front of too early. 073, and then a huge fire. Oh no! An incredibly scary crash. It looks like rescue on it right away. Oh, my goodness. He crossed the stripe at 262 miles an hour on fire. Okay, so this is the spirit of Texas boat, okay? And it goes really fast. And the guy lived, you know, he's, I did do the research, and he's recovering um, from that accident, okay? But sometimes our lives get going like that. We power up, going on like we're just going to do this thing, and then, we have some mishaps in our life as well. The great thing about God and the graciousness of him is he's saying, like, listen, even, even when you get going like that, we, we are in this culture and we are inclined to do life on our own and just follow and just go for it, power up, is that when we give our lives to God, is that he's, he says, listen, I'm with you. Even when you crash, I'm going to be with you. And I can even use those sorts of things in your life to redeem them, to bring them as part of your legacy now for those who come behind you. What does it look like um, uh, to be a faithful follower of Jesus? But today, what I would like you to think, just for a few moments, is this idea of rowing, of rowing. What do we have in sight? Well, when 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 we row... What do we remember? Well, we, we have our sight on the cross. Many times we're just having to remember, listen, Jesus has paid the price for me. This is what we're remembering as we row our boat. Okay, we row it. And think about the times that we're here in this, in, in this place and we remember that again. When we take communion, God gives that just so we remember again. And I'll say often, take, eat or take, drink, remember remember again, and believe. That's all part of looking back, taking one stroke at a time as we live our life and be purposeful in our following, again, what the Lord has done for us. So what else do we see when we are um, rowing? We see the cross. We have his word in front of us. As a fixed point on the shore, we have his word in our in our lives. And when things get tough, we hold even harder onto the word and sometimes we can hardly hold on to it ourselves because it's hard things are hard and then we understand and we see the ways that God holds on to us people start praying for us people start holding us up and sharing their faith with us by his word think about the disciples after after Jesus had been crucified think about how how unsettled their entire life must have been at that point. How scared they were. What's going on? This is this is not what we had in mind. And Jesus had given them a word. And here's the word he'd get. It's recorded for us in John 16. It's the word that he has for us too at times. Now is your time of grief. But I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take um, away your joy. Again, so many promises that... God gives us. He gives us the promise of his Holy Spirit. So who's in the boat with us as we row? Well, the promise that we have is that we're never alone, that he is with you all the time. You can always go to him and ask him to help you as you're living your life, especially if you're not sure what to do. John 14 says this, All I have spoken while still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things, and you will remember everything that I have said to you. Again, why it's so important, again, to have his word in you that the Holy Spirit can grab it and bring it to your memory, to spend time in the word. yet to memorize it too, but to hold on to those promises that God gives you helps us as we live your life so as we think about this let's look at a couple of examples one is going to be the apostle peter then i'm going to make a personal comment but this is headed in the direction that you are going to spend time this morning thinking about okay who am i following where is my life headed how am i living my life who am i following who am i remembering and who's following me and what kind of legacy am i leaving uh, for them Okay, so first of all, Peter, let's look at the scripture. We'll see this come through. This is recorded for us um, in the Bible in 2 Peter 1, uh, where here's Peter's statement. His divine power, that is the Lord's divine power, has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. He's saying a lot here that he, he does the calling, And then he's given you and me everything that we need to live a godly life. And he goes on to amplify that um, as we go from there. Now look ahead. Now Peter here is recognizing that his time is short, that he has left a legacy, that he's been living his life, he's been faithful to his call, and he's wanting those of us who are coming behind him, who are still in his wake, to remember these things and so here's what he says through the through these he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption of the world caused by evil desires because i know that i will see, soon be put aside as our lord as our lord jesus christ has made clear to me And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. you see, Peter, he has this on his heart. We need to have this on our heart as leaders and as as parents and even kids. You know now, as you've been in high school, that you've left a legacy and now you get to have another start as you go to college or as you leave middle school and go to high school. It's a new a new start for you. For Peter, he knows that his time is almost over. He says that the Lord kind of gave him this sense, like his time is short. And what he wants is for his his followers, us who have come behind him to remember some things, to put this in into our lives um, as, we, as we live ours then, as we continue this legacy. When I think back on my life, I, I think back about... Uh, My grandfather, for example. This is my grandfather on my mother's side. Never knew the grandfather on my father's side. He died when my dad was 12. So heard stories about him. But my grandfather on my mother's side was a godly man. He had the legacy. He left a legacy of being a man of peace. He He was at Escalon Christian Reformed Church. He was part of their board. And it was said that when things got really heated as things can sometimes be in church world, is that he would bring peace to that. Now that's that means a lot to me. And part of the legacy that I, I received from him and I want to continue as being a, a person of peace. He was also a, a, a person of, of faith and, and understood the values. When we had the chance to introduce Megan to him as... Just just an infant. He was, he was close to going to be with the Lord. And we went into his bedroom. And he was having times of, you know, where he'd be loose and then not so clear or whatever. And he looks at me. We're holding Megan. And he says, oh, you're a millionaire. It's like, well, he's definitely not having a lucid moment right now. <laughs> I'm a youth pastor, man. <laughs> and he goes, no, you wouldn't sell her for a million dollars, would you? It was clear again the, the value of family and 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 uh, again I'll never forget that that um, was who he who he was. Now, I can remember that, but and remember that he was a person of peace. But I have to also remember that he was following someone, and Jesus said, "My peace I give to you. I don't give like the world gives. I I give," and he was following. He was, he was following his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so as I follow in the legacy of my grandfather, and you're thinking of someone right now too, I know, is that we're not just following that person. We're following the person who was leading him, in this case, the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, you know um, my, my um, love for law enforcement. We got to celebrate some of that last week. Those are peace officers. And so sometimes peace is going to look different. Okay, things in my life, in this case, peace, might look different if you have the temperament of a law enforcement or that call. So sometimes they bring peace and they have to bring it through a taser or something like that, right? But they are bringing peace that, you know, so again, every one of us has a call in our life to follow the way the Lord has led us with the gifts he's given us and again, um that's part of the legacy that we will lead of how faithful we were with the gifts and um, uh, characteristics that he gave us from his son, Jesus. Let me give one more. Okay? So here in a few weeks, we will be taking our high school students to high camp. Okay? And so um, this was started by my dad. Um, this will be his 57th year since he started high camp. It's like my 38th year or something, so I've got a ways to go to catch up with him. Okay? so his legacy that he's leaving for me is this love for students this love specifically for high school students I mean, he's 80 years old he'd rather hang out with high school kids than, than you <laughs> so, a lot of times okay? okay so he still has this passion for high school students okay and so again this is a legacy that he's left that that I'm following again love for students and for students to come to Jesus Christ now, that legacy, again, is good for me to follow my dad, but understand that for my dad and mom who are actively involved in that in that effort, both of them together, that I look beyond them, not just at them, but at Jesus as well. And the fact that he has a love for high school students and wants them to come to know him. Okay, so you see how that works? I'm looking at those who have gone before me, just like you are, but you have to look beyond and see that it starts with the Lord. That's who we're looking as we row our boat, as we make decisions one day at a time. Okay, so for just a few moments as we close today as we're not going to end with this big, you know, explosion kind of thing. What we're going to end with is a reflection on your and my part to be thinking, okay, what is the legacy that we are following? Who has God put in your life already that has left this wake that you're following? Okay, and Again, not just to remember it, but what does that mean then as far as active participation in that as you go into this week? Like real tangible, hands-on sort of stuff. What will it change? Like if I ask the question, so what? So what? What difference does this make in your life? That's the question you're looking to answer. And then, second of all, as you reflect, I want you to look back behind you. And see who's following in my wake. As I live my life, who are the people that I'm fl- influencing who are going to follow in my legacy? And what are the sorts of things that I'm doing purposefully and actively so that when they see it, that they actually have ways to like actually follow. That I'm very purposefully taking time with them. It might be your kids, it might be grandkids, it might be... neighborhood kids. I mean, again, this is going to be the Lord doing his work. So um, let's just take a few moments. I'm going to invite you even to close your eyes so you're not distracted. And I just want you to remember again, remember, zakar, zakar is the word. Lord, I pray that as we, as we zakar this morning, that you would meet us here by the power of your spirit. Father, um, first of all, we just want to say um, thank you. Thank you for the, the um, legacy you've left to us in Jesus. When we row our boat, that we do have a fixed point on the shore that we, we can see that you've made clear to us, your love for us and your care for us. Uh, Lord, I also want to ask for forgiveness for the ways that not been faithful, that we've not been faithful w- with what you've given us, that we've, that we've gotten off track, that we've powered up, or we've um, started to try to do it all on our own, and we've had some crashes for sure. So, ask your forgiveness. And then, Lord, I pray that you would enable and empower us in this day to live for you, Lord, that you would find us faithful in the call that you've given us. Father, I pray these for myself and for my friends here in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.